Hi, and welcome to Phantasmal Farces Adventurize, where we delve into the world of entertainment and see if we can pull an adventure out of our arse. Our aim is to inspire and to show, so long as you look, almost anything can be a tabletop adventure. So don't be intimidated, and let's see what we can stitch together. I'm Alan, and I'm the forever GM McCastrix of a group of players in Wales. I love casting my fourth level arcane eye over stories and seeing how they translate into adventures. In this episode, we will be adventurizing. The Purge. The Purge is an American media franchise centered on a series of dystopian action horror films distributed by Universal Pictures and produced by Bloomhouse Productions. The series was created by James DeMonaco. All entries follow a 12 hour period in which all crimes are legal, or at least that's the basic elevator pitch. Crossing across action, horror, and thriller genres, there is a lot of different ways you can go with this one, and we have no ways of covering all bases. So I won't waste your time with any more intro, and we'll head straight to the main event. Opinionize. So, hi Rod. Um, so, The Purge. I really like The Purge. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of... It's quite a big franchise, right? Um, I say right now. It's not a big franchise in the, you know, it's no MCU, but there's, there's what? five films and two five seasons films. of a tv show yeah and five. uh i like it all um however i will say i particularly like what's shown in the tv show the tv show with the longer because they've got you know 10 episodes rather than an hour and a half to explore things they explore a lot of the questions people have about the purge about how the purge works the other 364 days of the year, how you know how it how it feet um, factors in, um, but I do also really like Purge Anarchy, which is the second film, um, and the first Purge, the first Purge, similar to Aquaman, the first Purge is a film that really, after I finished watching it, got my games master GM DM brain running. It. it it, it it did inspire me in a not I wouldn't say a direct way because obviously we've never played um, a purge based game and I haven't played it with anyone else. Um, but it was a film that definitely after watching it it was it was inspiring in a way that was very RPG related. It, it tickled those parts of my brain. Um, so that's my kind of thing. I I enjoy it. Um, but with a, a, if I had to give, um, if I had to pick my favorite, I think I would go for the Purge TV show and I'd go for season one, but, uh, that's just me. What's your feelings on the Purge, Rod? Um, yeah, I, I like the Purge. I enjoyed the first film. It was obviously, it was the first one. It, it spawned four other films and, a and two series. So it clearly had had something to say about itself, um, and it had some sort of merit because that's you know if if films don't do extraordinarily well they don't get made again after you know these days, um, least of all you know five or six different times. So yeah, I enjoyed the first one. Anything with Ethan Hawke is is all right in my book to be honest with you, and uh, it was a clever little thing. So. But the television series is what stands out in my mind. Not so much for the same reason as yourself. It it does explore and answer questions that may be asked, but because it's it follows more 
of a human side behind it. You don't really get that much of a human side to it. It's all just sort of people running for their lives. Um, whereas with this one, you know, you get to see the days to days and people just wanting to get on with it, you know, for the day. And there's so many different things in the background as well. Like, um, everybody just assumes the purge is murder. Everyone's afraid of dying, but everyone just assumes it's all about the murder. But it's not. There's there's bank robberies, there's sinister cults, there's there's corruption behind those cults. Uh, what else do we see? There's the, uh, the, the tourism, purge tourism. Um, yeah, there's lots of lots of stuff uh, to explore, and it it was I think I put forward the purge as an idea to be honest because it's only until um, you suggested the adventurized uh, ethos to me is that I that that was pretty much one of my first suggestions was the purge because it's it's yeah. so rich and, and 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 vibrant and so many things you can do with it. I mean this this is has got to be one of the the fullest um most unique uh not so much unique uh diverse uh yeah things that we could do with this but yeah ultimately to answer your initial question then uh yeah television show is the standout i liked the first film um i liked the first purge as well but it it made me angry so i try not to think about it too much yeah it it is it is strange that you um that I didn't come up with this one um, purely because, like I said, the first purge coming out of the cinema, um, as I said, in I, I gave Aquaman um, in in our Aquaman episode, I gave Aquaman uh, credit for kind of being the planting the seed that turned into this podcast, mm. but uh, arguably the first purge. Uh, the film, the first purge. Yes, sorry, the film, the first purge. Um, it arguably, I can't remember which came first, that or Aquaman, but it's arguably uh, whichever one came first. It's probably that one planted the seed, and the other one nurtured it. But yeah, when it came round to actually making it into a into reality, I'd I'd completely overlooked it. So when you um, suggested it. Uh, yeah, basically that was why as soon as you suggested it, I was like, yep, yep, that one, that one, that one's great. Uh, that's, why, that's why it just, it had, as soon as you reminded me, it had to go on the list. Yes, yeah, definitely. There's so many ways that we could do it, which um, is a nice little segue into our next uh, section, really. How, what can we do with it? Yeah, uh, so let's uh, take it away, me, but with... So I'm going to jump in first of all on this one. You always ask me the question, where do the players go? I'm going to, I'm going to try and beat you off at the, uh, I'm going to try and head you off, <laughs> head you off at the pass. I'm going to try and head you off at the pass here yeah? and ask you where, because there's so many different things. There's, there's uh, the possibilities and the variables are endless. But I'm going to throw you under the bus this time. Where do you put the the characters, the players? Okay. Well, the great thing about the purge is that because it's such a, like we said, there's there's four films, soon to be five, um, and the TV series. Uh, there are a lot of 
characters and there isn't like a, it's not like a series like Harry Potter or something where there is a main character that follows through uh, the different films. Um, the main character of the, the franchise is the, the concept itself. So I would find it quite easy to slot the players in because there's there basically each new iteration of the purge brings its own new characters so i would be creating my new iteration so the player characters would just be they just be the new the new people um there's there's no need to replace you just take the concept and uh and plunk new people in it it's it, it, it it's um it's ready made for um sorry for mechanization yeah, it's ready, ready made. It's um, not ready made. That you know, you still need to make monsters or whatever it is you're going to use. But you just add water, or you just add characters. Yeah, there, there's no. Um, whereas, like talking about um, again, just um, revisiting um, Aquaman slightly. Aquaman, because the film is about him, he takes up an awful lot of space. Whereas characters in the Purge. Like they're great. There's lots of great characters, but the the characters are never more important than the overall concept. As in, if a character yeah. di- if a character dies, you can just keep working through the concept with the next guy that comes along, which is basically what the uh, the films and TV show do. Because very few spoiler alert, very few characters in the films do make it to the end of their respective film. Yeah, um, you do have the, uh, is his name Frank? Frank Grillo. Grillo. Yeah. He's, he's been in, I think he's the only one actually to be in more than one film. There is uh, another actor who's been in multiple, but I've forgotten who, I've forgotten his name. And, and the television does follow several different people throughout 10 episodes. Um, but yeah, I, I can see that. There's always someone new. There's, do you feel that it would lend well then to say, for example, if there is a character death, that is, it's not going to have to be his or hers um, twin twin brother or sister with a different name sounding very similar, but just a brand new person will be plucked off the streets for the remaining eight hours of the yeah, because as 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 basically, I I, I do realise that um, just to kind of. Um, remind anyone who's not familiar with it, the the purge is twenty four hours of twelve. Is, oh yes, twelve. Sorry, twelve hours of because the thing is, it, it's always touted as being all crimes are legal, but there are certain there are still things you're that you're not allowed to do. But yeah, I think the, the the television program fills us in more on that than it is in the, in the films. The films obviously have an A to B point that they have to get through in a short space of time you know, 90 minutes. Whereas the television does, because certain weapons are off limits, they, they categorize them somehow. Maybe that's a thing in America. Um, or maybe it's just something for the, 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 the show or the, the, the purge itself. But yeah, certain categories so that you can't use rocket launchers and incendiary weapons and stuff like that, I think. Yeah, or nukes, if you were to somehow get your hands on one. Yeah. Um, um... But yeah, so because it's kind of, it's a dangerous, there's always danger around the corner, but there's always someone running away from danger around the corner. And so that uh, 
person they meet who, you know, that fellow person running away from the danger, they're the new character. But mm. it's, 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 uh, it's, it's in that, um, where do the characters go? This is certainly the easiest. I found it easiest to answer that question. Certainly easiest of the ones we've already done, episodes of this. And obviously famous last words. Um, I'd be surprised if there is another one in the future that, that, that is this easy either. <laughs> um, so you would keep the concept. Yes. And that you, you, you would find it easy to slot the characters in however, whenever, uh, just using a bit of creativity. Um, what else would you keep then? How else would you, would you go about mechanizing the purge? Okay, so what I kind of envision as the purge is it's almost like um, a city as a, as a, a dungeon or a closed loop. Um, yeah. So another thing, another piece of media to think about is, um, I'm not sure if you've played um, Arkham City, the Batman game. Uh, which one was that? One, two, or three? Uh, that was number two. Then no. But you've played one of the others, I'm guessing. I played one, yeah. Okay, that's 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 close. It's just um, city is more uh, encapsulates what I'm trying to how I envision it more is that because that is part of Gotham City gets um, fenced in and all the. Uh, you know batman's rogues gallery and his and the cronies get chucked in there and i would think it very much of the pur the the purge that certain areas of the city would be ruled by there would be you know organized crime vigilante groups so you'd have like several sections of the city that were specific turf oh so like um the warriors Yes, yeah, that's another another kind of if you were looking for more inspiration um for this how I envision this to be done, that's another thing, so it would be, it would be like if you wanted to make the purge, I'd recommend you play Arkham City and watch the Warriors too, that I think they would definitely uh they would definitely um um work together they would they would yeah. The way you say it, then, it sounds as though there's lots of different things for inspiration, particularly with Arkham City or whatever. It was Arkham Knight, was it? Um, it, it yeah. seems as though it it resonates with me. Um, that play game, the the Tom Clancy play game with the Dark Zone. Oh, the Division. Division. So yeah. it's similar to that in, in a sense, when it's a lawless yeah. area where everything else is trying to build itself back up a little. Yeah, so there would be, so it would, and I'd also keep the, the 12 hours. It would be, I would be looking at it to make it survival horror. Um, basically, you've got 12 hours. If you can make it the 12 hours, you're golden at the end. Um, but there would be all kinds of um, active and passive threats to, because it would be something to work out with your group. Because either you have, them constantly under attack uh which you know is a perfectly valid way but how i would uh do it is again to take the specific um inspiration is um miguel from the first season of the purge he's looking for his sister mm -hmm. 
I would try and get uh, the group to think of a collective place they want to be. And they're going to have to go through several kind of gang territories to get there. So they have a driving desire, a driving goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have to make it across this very um, dangerous city. But obviously, not sometimes it's not danger. It's just the fact that it's factions and control. Because there are... Um, like the people who give medical aid in the again they're more um they're more fleshed out in the tv series um the people who go around helping people they'd they'd also be those kind of wandering around yeah um, uh, just to clarify they are volunteer medics people who have had for example army medics or anyone with some sort of first aid and it's an unwritten rule so while hospitals themselves are um, are off limits, these people who just happen to be setting up a stall in the corner, it's, it's an unwritten rule. It doesn't mean that people can and won't take them out if they needed to or do whatever it is. Um, but yeah, just to clarify that point, these, uh, these first aiders are volunteers and uh, unwritten rule. But yes, I, I, w- I would make it a very faction-based game and how the players utilize the factions to get w- basically come up with a goal with the players. Say they want to, uh, they know, you know, there's someone they know and they want to get to their house or they're looking for their sister. They could just lift it directly, the plot. Um, but because the thing is, because they've all, there's all these kind of different factions it's very much like a uh, a city as a dungeon or dungeon as a city i don't really know which way round you'd you'd call it mm. um but there's you know it's very factional so if you had the so for example you got the um the the masked nun people from the purge they're one of the gangs i can't remember what they're actually called but I know I know they are they're probably they're a really bad example because they're one of the more just crazy axe happy ones. Um but there are other things like for example one of the uh, medics might say they're being every time they try to go and help down this street there's a guy who shoots at them. Can you you know as in if you get rid of him we'll give you safe pat we can get you safely you know a little bit further um so yeah i would i would make it that it's this closed area full of different people all trying to get what they want um and the players would be one of those people who just have to get across um i wouldn't take um any of the established plot lines from the films directly unless it tied in with something the players wanted to do. Um, what about you? What would, how would you set up the game of the perch? Well, there's there's been one question that's been rattling around in my head that I would rather have answered now before I give some of my ideas because there's just so many of them. It, when I think of something, another idea will pop into my head or a slight variation of that, and this because that's the beauty of it all. Um, 
like you were just saying now, where it would be a, a bit of a closed city where it's sort of fenced in to keep, you know, your, your, your characters having different, uh, limiting them and their options as to where they could travel. You could, in fact, have a game where the entire, because that's the thing, the Purge isn't in one city, except in the third film, the f- fourth film, the first Purge. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's the fourth film, yeah. Yeah, it's it's nationwide. So if you think that leaving to the countryside is going to protect you, think again. You know, there's there's always, there's nowhere and everywhere that you could go with it. Um, even then with the city, you don't have to limit yourself to the streets. Every building is, because breaking and entering isn't a thing, every building is an opportunity to get into to try and find safe haven. Every rooftop, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the one thing is how would you simulate the ticking 12-hour clock? Would you say, right, we're going to try and fit everything in to this you know, four-hour one-shot session? Would you end it once they've gotten to their destination? Or would you literally have some form of ticking clock? Or would you say maybe narratively say, okay, well, it's taking you 30 minutes, and then on a whiteboard you, you knock 30 minutes off the 12-hour the clock? Well, I think the, um, the, the answer comes from uh, the older school D&D. Um, basically, AD and D uh, is it, or, or the Red well, uh, Box? Uh, Red Box and AD and D first and second, um, because they had um, different units of time as actual in-game time and mechanical concepts. Because um, you had a turn which was ten minutes. Um, I can't I can't remember off the top of my head, but the, the main one is that when you go round, everything was explicitly supposed to be cut up into bunches, into sections of 10 minutes. So regardless of what system I was using, I would implement the turn system. So there would all, outside of combat, because combat uses, even in the old D&D, used the... Um, the smaller unit of time or rounds which yeah. are only several seconds long um i would use uh i would basically use some variant so depending on the system i ended up using i would either use the exact same turn mechanics from uh bx or AD&D, or it would be something heavily uh influenced by that i i would I would keep time very much a constraint and very much a a real mechanical concept at the table. Definitely, yeah. Particularly if you're trying to find someone or save yourself, having to run down the clock is very, very important. Having it as, say, three sessions of four hours in real time, despite combat, like you say, wouldn't necessarily work because nobody talks... Um, in real time, as it were, versus film time. Yeah. So it, it by the time that everyone's had their say, and depending on how you play, it's all like, has everyone done other things? Is it, have you done everything? Have you, have you said everything? Have you done everything? Okay, let's move on then. So yeah, it, 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 you, I don't think you could do it in real time. Um, I mean, there are certain games out there, 
which we can discuss later, that would actually simulate the passing of time bit by bit. Um, but yeah, I think I think maybe trying to limit it to a certain number of scenes, for example, maybe 24 scenes, one every half hour. And that way then, if you are traveling from district to district and you, you decide that it's a half hour, you only have 23 scenes to get through. Yeah, I I, I could see that working as well. But that's I would still make that very much up front to the players. I would want the players to have... I would want the players to understand how time works so that they... Because there's the argument that D&D um, is a game of resource management, i.e. your spell slots, your HP, etc. And what do you spend them on? I would want to heavily emphasize that in my purge game, which, you know, wouldn't necessarily be the same as your purge game, but my purge game, time would be would explicitly be one of the resources that the players would have to manage. If we go this way, this guy says he'll give us a, you know, give us a car, but it's going to take us t- two hours and we've only got three hours left kind of thing. I, those kind of decisions I would want to be in the player's mind. Uh, yeah, actually, I like that. What you said before about there being a very uh, crossroads-esque decision whereby if you help me do this i can get you through there and you would save x amount of time or you don't have to help me do this however it's going to take you this much and you take your own life into your own hands i I like that aspect of it you know or do you because this is probably going to be one of the, the the um the themes that crops up quite often do you stay as a group if one of you has been captured do you do you or has been hurt enough or, or has been made lame or maimed in some way, do you go back and help them? Or do you have to cut your losses and, and run? Yeah, it's that it's that kind of thinking I would I, I would want to encourage. It's it, it like I said, I uh maybe survival horror isn't the greatest thing because obviously survival horror is a video game term. But mm. survival horror is definitely the word those are the words that came to my mind of how I would describe what I'm thinking of. I'd, I'd agree, yeah. You, you want it to be, you want the pressure of time and the, the loss of life or, you know, you'd want some form of uh, danger and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Say maybe sort of, you want some pressure or urgency for the players to have. Yeah. But you'd guess, also need them to survive as well, yeah. I guess that's a a point we've been dancing around, but not explicitly said. Um, so I'll I'll just uh, I just want to pin that down. Um, uh, I, I'm pretty sure you agree. But uh, when it comes to the tone, I would definitely be keeping the horror tone that the films, the horror thriller tone that the films have. Yeah, I mean, there's given the fact that the purge um, makes everything morally, socially, and legally reprehensible and abhorrent legal, I would certainly maybe begin by covering what ground can and can't be done, because it's it's too easy for an overzealous GM or an excitable character um, to get get carried away and, and maybe a slip of the tongue and, and says something that's going to hurt someone's feelings. So to find out what subjects people can and can't discuss, um, 
even off camera, the last thing you want to do is find out that your character's been taken away and had something horrible, you know, happen to them. You know, they they die. That's going to be bad enough as it is. But uh, yeah, for the million and one other things that could possibly happen, the last thing you want is for. I mean, I don't. I dare not think about some sort of examples, but there's a lot of things that can come to mind that you you know you would want to try and understand what everyone's footing is. We're all adults at the table, and I don't often think that between at least our group, there's a lot of taboo subject. But I know there's a few winces could be induced if if you really try to push the envelope, particularly with the purge, where like I say, that thing could be allowed. Yeah, because I think. Um, uh... I believe it's called um it's what we call fade to black and we we normally use it for sexual content. Um but there is a thing and they call it lines and veils. Um and I think this would be that concept would be very important in a purge game because um I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but um You don't so, cross the line or you can hide behind a veil. Yeah. So it might so for example, you might say um child endangerment is a line i don't want to see children in danger in the game um and it might something like also not for people to be too literal about it you know pregnant women would also come under that etc yeah um and then the veil is things like i'm okay with like i don't know you know uh losing a foot or going blind Yeah, but I just want to know that I've lost a foot or gone blind. I don't want ten minutes of. I don't. Want, <laughs> yeah. I, don't I, I don't. I don't. I don't want it to be 127 hours. Like. Yeah, I don't game. want a soliloquy of how the blood slowly coagulates and blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, that's very important. And lines and veils is the way. If you Google that lines and veils RPG, you'll find um, lots of resources on it. Um, but I also think it's something that you might find your group already does, but just have a different name. That's why I said because we always we always call it fade to black. Yeah. Um, so um, you know, as in if it's something that we don't want in a lot of detail, then it happens, but fades to black. Um, but yeah, if you if you if that isn't a concept you're familiar with, um, if you search for lines and veils, you'll get. Um, that there's lots of information out there. Um, we don't... Sorry. sorry. Go on. I was just going to say, and it's uh, like you said, Rod, it's, it's because of the tone and the content. Uh, it's the kind of thing that with people you know very well, it's still worth having a conversation. Yeah. But if you're playing this as, if you're running this at a convention or a local game shop as a, with you know. Complete strangers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I it, dread to think. Yeah, yeah, it beca- it become it goes from it goes from a a really good idea to a necessity. I would say. Yeah, I mean, from our own experiences, because that's all we can really talk about. Uh, yes, we have got the the fade to black thing, and everyone's is a little bit different. So we just tend to be mature, and we don't touch on any subjects in the first place. Um, but if we do, and if something does annoy us, we tend to sort of find a break or a period where, where there's a, a lull, and then we'll we'll just sort of take five minutes and, and discuss it. Immediately, there's an apology, normally, depending on it, um, and a lesson learned. And then, obviously, we add that into the repertoire then, 
of, of things not to touch on because that's basically what we do we don't try and scoot around it we don't even tend to use veils we just we just hard line it just doesn't get done in the first place yeah um but, but yeah go on sorry <laughs> no j- just carry on with your point uh yeah no it's yeah like i said I just there's not much that we tend to do uh it's not something that we have actually sat down and explicitly talked about but uh yeah for this one because like i say my mind is racing as to a million different horrible things that i could do and i know that you know it, it's even I think that it's a little bit crude and crass, um, and I've got an iron stomach for most things. So, yeah, I would definitely want to discuss this. And it's not because a certain someone is living rent-free in my head either. Yeah, it's, it, it's important to note that the concept of the purge is that there's 12 hours of anything goes, uh, like debauchery and violence, but your game takes... Your game takes place in the purge. Your table, your game table, does not. Yeah, and that's not to say, you know, uh, people may overhear you. So keep it to your own, you know, your own basements or your own living rooms or whatever. It's we don't have the stomach for this because we don't have to live and experience it. So let's let's try not to try and put ourselves through that to actually test ourselves whether or not we can actually stomach something like this you know it can it can go to some seriously dark places um but yeah sorry to drag us all down a little what was the question again my take on it all (laughs) yeah is there any um you know is there any specific set pieces or um any anything from the films directly that you'd be um because i'd basically i I guess the summary of my point is that I wouldn't remake any of I wouldn't remake at the table any of the existing Purge films. It would be almost like I'm making my own entry in the franchise. Is there is there anything you would lift directly or uh any any particular action sequences that you're like, oh, I'd like to I'd like to do my take on that. I think it yeah, I think it would be more along the, the latter side of things rather than you reliving the film itself it'd be like the titanic you know what's going to come and you'd be simply going through the motions um i would think because a lot of things uh, come to mind so for argument's sake um i think it was purge anarchy where there was a semi truck with a gatling gun out the back yes because that, that was part of the death squads i believe that one I liked. That 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 I liked. Um, but also the, again, the moral ambiguity. This is where this is why my brain has been running overtime as to how you could do it in so many different variables. The second season, some of the main characters were a team of five bank robbers who used the purge as an opportunity to rob banks and live the life of kings with their earnings legally after twelve hours that they, no one could do anything about. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, that, you know, they, they were criminals. They were, they were effectively bad people. But they were doing it in a time where it was completely legal and therefore a beautifully morally grey area. There's how the banks then, you know, would, would uh, counter this and, and all sorts of other considerations. But, uh, yeah, there's, there's those, I, I wouldn't mind trying to put ourselves in those shoes as well. Not so much where you're some sort of psychotic, 
band of people going around hacking and chopping and doing all sorts of other repugnant things. But someone with a goal in mind of doing something that maybe wasn't the most healthiest thing to do. Maybe, um, <laughs> off the top of my head, maybe it sent an unnecessary or unwanted email. It just so happened that it was the day before the purge and you were trying to get that deleted from your boss's um, computer. You know, yeah. maybe you told them, maybe, you, for example, you thought, well, I've had a, enough of this. I'm already going through enough anguish because a lot of people in the television show bear the scars of previous purges where they they were mourning the loss. It's like a lot of people do remember the anniversary of loved and lost ones, uh, birthdays and things like that. Well, everybody remembers the day of the purge. And I think there was some, uh, wasn't there, I want to say goodie bags. It's not the right word, but they were sort of testament type uh remembrance boxes being sold again yes, when it was to yeah, yeah. some capitalist ideal um but yeah of course you're going to constantly be reminded when you lost your grandfather your whomever your loved ones um so there's that as well you know maybe you're, you're in a bad depression you you took it out on someone and now you've got to silence them or you know that bitch marie stole my heart and now she's going to pay you know, maybe your intentions are not pure. And yeah. I would like to see that maybe explored a little. But again, yeah, to, to... yeah there, there are so many that that reminded me of that. That's another good faction to add. I've forgotten what they were called in the TV series, but um, they're effectively the like eBay snipers. Because if you remember the, um, the bank robbers, they do all the hard work to rob the bank, and then there was a group. There was a jackals. group of people, jackals. Yes. So you've got the jackals. Um, so, and you could have like kind of jackals in disguise, because again, like I said, with all the faction interplay, you could have jackals who are like, "Yeah, help me, and I'll help you." But all their plan is they want you to succeed because they're going to nick it yeah. off you at the end. So you've got. Um, that's the, they're they're an excellent faction to include because they're I really like that from the TV show that it was one of those things that they because like you say the bank robbers they put in so much effort they planned it out perfectly you know they'd done all the hard work but they came away with well I won't spoil it but it the jackals threw a spanner in the in the works that was a pivotal moment if I remember in the first or second episode of season two. Because yeah. the jackals were wasting time and they were still inside the building. And there yeah. was this Mexican standoff of give me a stuff, no. Obviously, if they're still inside the building after the 12th hour, they're, they're guilty. They're a crime, yeah. Uh, that's another faction. They were people whose job it was was to monitor CCTV so that dead on the, the 12th hour, I mean, they were doing it throughout to make sure nobody was breaking these, you know, Category 5 guns or whatever it was. But there was a lot of people and it was their full-time job like the nsa was to study security cameras throughout the city to see if after the 12th hour or bang on the 12th hour a crime was being committed and whether or not they could um whether they could prosecute maybe you have um you've seen something and but you want to it was a family member and you want to hide it and you get embroiled in all of it um but that's another thing of the beauty of the purge prison system was empty because and it was made clear in the second season of the television show that they just waited for purge night and then just executed them all yeah the prisoners yes. that is yeah so there is um 
yeah there's 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 all kinds of stuff it's 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 a really rich concept to mine and i know some people think it's a bit ridiculous and to be honest it is a bit ridiculous but most most tabletop games have a certain level of ridiculousness to them oh yeah and but this isn't tongue-in-cheek ridiculousness this is no no, uh, no. this is serious and fun times yeah uh, which but, can be big into fun times um yeah another... it... sorry sorry i was just gonna no. say it's just it's just a it's just a huge mine to uh thing oh, yeah. but yeah Probably. carry on as in oh, I, I, i'm so, getting so in the way of, of, of more things <laughs> oh so many things another uh instance there was well it's two but you could combine them uh they okay. were bounty yeah. hunters rounding up people um and they were being paid per head by people who would then basically corral them uh these these poor people that would been uh, captured um they would be corralled and then put through a mill, basically. And um, but it was also again how the um, how the prisoners were being executed is that they were these these um, Hunger Games almost or, or battle royale situations where the the rich and the famous were paying thousands of dollars a head, and then they would go out. They'd have this big meal, and they would be all very posh and they'd all be you know in their tuxes. And then in a large, obviously, compound, secure compound. And then they would go out and pick their favorite weapon and go and hunt these poor souls who were running a, a, around in, in large um, large grounds. So that could be something. You could be, that's how you come together. You don't meet in a bar. You meet in the back of a, a, a pickup truck, bound and gagged, and then pushed out into a forest. Um, similar to, uh, what's that film? Uh, the hunt the I, well there we are <laughs> I, 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 name, I was gonna say i don't know if that's what you meant but that's what that's what you described made me think of is the hunt yeah i've forgotten what her name was but who's in it and um not emma roberts yeah it is emma roberts a- emma it? roberts is in it yeah there, there's lots of people in and it, the body Gibiati Bet- and, and other people yeah yeah but betty is it Betty Gilpin you're trying Gilpin, to think of? She, the she's the she's the main character, yeah. She's yeah, bless her. Yeah. Shout um, out to Betty Gilpin. That's um I I know we're I don't know if we're breaking the rules because we haven't we haven't like written the rules down. Um but that's another we make kind the rules, of right. So yeah, no. Yeah, like Cartman says. Well, no. Car- like Cartman says, we don't make the rules. We just make them we just think them up and write them down. Um <laughs> The so another kind of supplementary piece of media is the hunt D- that definitely gives you that's that's kind of more that like you were saying with um run to the country are you safe um because of its more rural setting the hunt whereas the purge m- stays pretty much within urban suburban areas um the hunt is very much a uh, a rural um a rural purge it arguably you could have it could have been uh, uh it's not quite the same but it's it's definitely in the same kind of family of of meat of story i would say yeah you can certainly take inspiration from it for that particular uh, concept that you want to do i mean like i say the purge could be while it might not be a campaign in and of itself each one could be a contained episode as over a space of one or two 
uh, sessions, you could continue playing the Purge overall with new people or next year's people. Um, no, so let me reword that. The same people, however, next year over, you know, over the space of a year yourself, if you meet up every fortnight, every month, whatever, you could play the Purge, but at different iterations of the Purge for a very, very long time. Um, so yeah, you've got the the different gangs would probably need to, you could make up your own gangs, but you've got different gangs. You've got the, um, the semi, the articulated lorry with the Gatling gun. You've got the bounty hunters and this, this, this hunt situation that I wouldn't mind trying. Um, and then there was the, the, the grayer area where, where you, you benefit from the purge as opposed to run from it. You're running to it for some reason. Um, so yeah, and... most of those, sorry, most of those have been um, inspired from, not taken verbatim, obviously, but inspired by, from the television stuff. Um, things not inspired by the television, again, are just as, as you know, numerous. It's almost an infinite. It's, it's whatever, whatever you're, uh, you're limited by your imagination, basically. That, that's all it is. You could play it as a defensive game, like in the first film, where you have um, you've mapped out your your house with decreasing circles. So it would be like Attack on, Attack on Titan, where you've got the outer wall and then you've got a smaller wall. Each one has a name, but I can't remember what they are: Rosemary, Charlie, and Tina. Uh, you know, but that's obviously you've got the your outer wall for your garden. Things don't go as well. You fall back into the house. Someone gets through the house, so then you're through to your your upstairs. Things don't go so well. You get to your panic room and so forth. All things do go well, and you push them back, and they could be this this sort of um, reclaiming of ground, almost like protecting the flag, you know, um, and losing and gaining of territory as time goes on. You know, you might kill someone in the uh, in the kitchen, uh, so you, you regain access to the kitchen if you can lock the doors and so forth. So there's that sort of defensive type game that I was thinking of. You could have, like you say, I'm just echoing what you've said before, where it's effectively a dungeon crawl, um, where each layer of the dungeon as you're going down is a new part or new territory of the city um, with different roving gangs or gangs, because again, it's it's the purge. The gangs don't have to be dedicated to one part of the territory. That may be where they hunt, because it might be near their own home, so they can go and have a drink or use the toilet. Um, but then at the same time, it might not be the case where they just wander in anywhere and everywhere they please to find fresh meat. Um, you could spend a day maybe prepping to survive the purge. You know, maybe you could spend a, a, an hour or so before the game starts effectively as your session zero as to what you were doing. Were you buying flowers uh, to mourn the loss of someone or were you buying those, uh, are they chrysanthemums? or li 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 No, they're not lilies. You lilies have to have... For the dead. But... No, uh, in the very first one, to show that you support the purge, uh, they had to put, it was a lilac-y, purpley-coloured plant. Foxglove or something? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I'm just naming oh. plants. Well, is that anyway? So did you go out and buy them? Were you going out and buying a gun? Did you need more ammo? Were you trying, do you have to get to the post office because you're not a flamethrower didn't arrive in time? Um, which also brings up another question, but we'll come to that in a minute. So yeah, um... So yeah, whatever you want to do, really. You could also have an escort mission. 
Um, like you say, someone needs to get somewhere. Um, do you achieve it? Do you not achieve it? Do you lose your life? Do they lose their life? What are the repercussions of that? Are you just, oh, sad, very sad? Or, you know, are you trying to get your wife whose waters just broke to the hospital? You know, something along those lines. Yeah, there's all kinds of um, things you could do. And, and obviously you can, we've kind of decided that the purge concept isn't something we're going to um, touch, but you could you could change the rules of the purge as well. I the, I, I It's not something I personally have given a great deal of thought. Um, because there there aren't an awful lot of them, um, but for example, if you wanted, because that's one of the core concepts of the third film, Election Night, is that um, political leaders lose their special protections. Um, yeah, if if anything about the rules seems like a change to them would make it more fun, you you could play around with the concept of the purge itself but that's 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 not something i uh i didn't make any notes on it and um uh i it's not something i brought up in our you know kind of pre preliminary discussions so but uh it just occurred to me that it's worth mentioning that although we seem to we've taken the 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 concept kind of whole pick and choose yeah there I mean, is there is sorry Carl. there is just so much um the purge is evidently, if so much to the point of obviously, set in an alternate reality. The way that the the story is set up is that effectively there was a coup, and the new founding fathers of America have established themselves as the dominant uh, ruling faction. This sort of neoconservative, I don't know, I, I'm not good with labels, but they're there anyway. Because um, one then, of the... Sorry. No, sure, go ahead, fire away. Because um, obviously one of the main ways you could edit the concept is because we've been talking definitely like it's um, we're keeping the, as you say, alternate reality, but it's alternate reality with a emphasis on reality. Um, it is a world very similar to the one we live in. Um, I guess one of the main ways you could play with the concept is uh, if you're running this in D&D, for example, uh, put it in the traditional Forgotten Realms, Greyhawk, medieval European fantasy setting. Uh, yeah, it, do it doesn't have to be in the... Um, I don't really... point, you bastard. That's exactly what I was going to say. I? Oh, okay. what, I was going to say, what, <laughs> what uh, time frame or setting would you take? Because the, the concept is is so agnostic it can be moved around and, and supplanted into everything i mean rick and morty for example even they have touched upon the purge yes, and yes. that purge world was well one of them was uh almost ye olde they had um pitchforks and 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 um uh, and lit torches you know so it uh it really that's that's one thing that you'd want to sit down really uh, and consider yourself is how would you do the 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 timing of it all? Where would you set it, and what boundaries effectively would you set for yourself? Those are the sort of the, in my opinion, the key aspects that you need to consider for half a successful uh, half a successful session. Okay, so I would I would definitely keep the modern setting or 
maybe uh if i if i was going to change it um i'd go for a perhaps slightly near future so think uh so not um I'm trying to think of something you know something like judge dread um oh uh, that's post apocalyptic almost then and that's far far future it's far far future but it's it's not uh it's not star trek you know there's no hollow decks there's no beam me up scotties there's you know they have hovering cars but they don't really fly they still just go along the ground they just don't touch it um well it, it depends on if you're looking at the source materials but again same with the purge do what you want you know in in dread they they are a wheeled vehicle but in in judge dread they they fly and they he does get a bit of bit of uh, a bit of height on it you know he's he's he flies it further than a gyrocopter in seven days to die i'll tell you that i think right so when would you set it or or would you also leave as is um i'd leave that up. i mean that that's all dependent on what people want to play you know people have their preferences even our group themselves have the preference of what uh setting they prefer to play it in um and you could do it that way then i mean i think correct me if i'm wrong but i believe fantasy is how art group lean um, um it definitely fantasy is the most successful it's the games the, it's the the most successful games we've have are fantasy i think if directly asked people i'm not sure anyone would go would name fantasy as their top genre oddly enough but yeah i, I have a different preference but yeah you're right we don't we have had longer and more fulfilling games in a fantasy setting yeah because i um yeah i i i that's actually quite an interesting topic, and I think maybe that's something we should ask our group. Is I don't think anyone, I, I'd be very surprised if anyone would put fantasy as their top genre, because I know I wouldn't, and I know you wouldn't, no, and I know at least one other person who wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I know. Um, so yeah, it all depends on what people are expecting of it. I mean, if you if you were to say the purge people tend to immediately myself included think contemporary modern times the, the present times and and how we behave and act now um so yeah i would i would do that simply for not needing to tweak anything because again i'm keeping the purge concept exactly as it is there's i won't be tweaking anything so to keep the minimum amount of uh tweaking involved and the focus solely on what ever mission or adventure or situations i want to throw at my characters and players i would keep it in modern times i think for you know uh, following on with your sentiments really okay so any last words i guess before we uh, move on because uh well we've I, talked i think because i've uh, i was going to say i've said all i want to say but there's there, there's there's so much more i could say but i think i've said i've said as much as I can say without being too rambly, but is there any anything else you think that we need well, to... Uh... I mean, just to touch upon really that, you know, we've spoke about what we would include or what we would change. What would we take away? What would we cut out? And that's hard and fast that you would think, because you obviously said about the veils and the lines, 
that would be, you know, that conversation is different for everyone. That that's not something that we can discuss right here, right now, because everyone is different in their in their their legs. But what is there that you would want to be like? No, that that's that's out for me. I wouldn't include that. Okay, for me personally, I would because the 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 purge is ridiculous and it is this alternate reality. But I think there is a certain level of at least attempt to have social commentary on 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 the real world on reality i would it, it's one of those things with the concept i don't think you can cut it out entirely but i would definitely the more kind of social commentary themes that they have are something that i would de-emphasize in my game so uh, you would frame it as this is your purge please survive it mr character or Mrs. Character or players, yeah, as opposed yeah. to oh, look at this. There's also a, a subplot about how capitalism is bad and blah blah blah. Yeah, I I would I would not emphasize because obviously the the kind of overarching enemy of the franchise are the the new founding fathers of America who are essentially um they're the evil um political masterminds behind it all. I wouldn't be emphasizing them. They would be. Uh, they would be kind of just set dressing. It would be about the immediate situation the characters find themselves in. I would, I would definitely. It's something that I don't think anyone who wants to kind of add that kind of thing in is easy to do. Um, and hopefully, you can do it in a better way than the Purge does, because the Purge, the Purge franchise as a whole, does it heavy-handed. Yeah. So. There's probably people out there who can do it better than the original as well. Um, and there are some players that will add, even if you as the GM take it all out, there are players who will add some of it back in. But that is what I would uh, remove or at least de-emphasize, definitely. Mm. It's something just popped into my head now. Another type of <laughs> Another type of game you could have would be Session 1 where you are either arguing for or against keeping the purge, and then session two, the consequences of... Because, again, you no longer have immunity, the consequences of your political or personal opinion on the purge. Just just popping into my head now. You're in front of uh, Congress saying, we need to get rid of the purge, and then the new founding fathers are right, you're on the list, come purge night. Just a thought. Um, but yeah, I would agree with you. Socio-political, um, heavy-handed or otherwise, it should be mentioned briefly. They're, they're simply a name. You know, they're, they're effectively just a name, not a character, which is effectively what they are in the films. They're just, just a name. Something to be mentioned in passing. Um, if you're going to doll up your game a little bit, their, their name is mentioned will be at the very beginning because it's part of the initial blurb of the siren. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's... As, I would agree with you there. That's as far as I would take them and any sort of commentary on the matter, to be honest with you. Yeah. Systemize. Okay, so we had a lot to say in the the mechanized section. So systemize. Um, I have some systems in mind. Um, so if... Uh, do you have many in mind, or...? Um... Not really, no, because again, it, it falls into the whole agnostic, you know, the concept itself 
um, would depend on on what sort of system you would uh, you would use. Um, some are better than others, though. Certainly. So, for argument's sake, would I use Dungeons and Dragons for a fantasy setting? Um, not really, no. But again, it depends on what type of what you want to get out of it. So, for example, fourth edition did fall heavily and lean heavily into the the combat side of things. You you effectively started out as almost a superhuman, um, or at least a very capable character um, as a combatant. So if you were looking to do a very sort of gung-ho um, survival, fight your way through it, then yeah, fourth edition may be a good option. But um, I would think for a system, you would need just a few things, and then you would try and find a system that best suited you, which allowed you to play within whatever setting you wanted with these few things. So um, universal systems like Genesis um, or GURPS, if that's how you pronounce it, GURPS. Uh, yeah, I, I um, think that's... I don't know how else you'd pronounce it. Uh, maybe the guy who invented it thinks it's GURPS. Maybe. Because, yeah, it's generic universal. So GURPS, yeah, yeah. Um, never thought of it that way. Um, but, yeah, so basically some of the things, I mean, and please jump in when you get a chance to to think about what you would want to include as well. But something that um, emphasises your mortality, you know? Again, yes, that's you definitely... Can... That's definitely what I would be looking for, which is why uh, D&D would be, or or the Five Finder D&D um, would be low on my list, is because you'd be survive, survivable. But, mm. again, like you say, if you want, if you want a more hack and slash, um, y- you want to downplay the horror thriller elements, but you still like the kind of set dressing, it's still. I'd still say it. It would be perfectly fun to play in a safer system, but it would undercut the the tone that I think uh, I would be going for. And Genesis and GURPS could be made to do it, but um, they'd be a lot of work because obviously they are toolkit games rather than uh, whole games in and of, in and of themselves. They are. Uh, T- toolkits i don't uh, i don't know how else to describe it but i i, I look at them as toolkit games rather than games yeah they, they, they guidelines on how to play within a certain setting or whatever yeah yeah um so yeah the mortality of things quite heavy on um naturally playing as humans um but then it doesn't have to be yeah so that's maybe a bad suggestion um but yeah the the two two that spring to mind is um because i did have a couple of of actual suggestions Mm -hmm. um but i think this one is this one is one of those ones where you can take out all of the suggestions with a bit of a pinch of salt because it is it's very much because it's so broad it's pick what you want to achieve what you want um and i think you can you can have a per because you can take different bits and it still feel like the purge i think there's 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 lots out there um but no the two um i was thinking was um world of darkness oh yeah but the standard um blue book 
Um, I'm New World of Darkness, which I think is Chronicles of Darkness now, is the one I'm 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 specifically thinking of, um, because that's the one that I have. Um, so humans in that because it gives a bit of uh, basically just it's it's dark. Um, I think it gets the tone right. Um, has combat that can can be deadly can go in the player's favor i i, I think it's uh it's, it's it's a good system just for the 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 feel if any, if nothing else i think i think cracking out the world of darkness book would at least get people in the right frame of mind even if there are some shortcomings as a system uh but the one that um, first came to mind, and this is seems to be a uh, a segment of mine, is like Alan's indie pick of the week, um, is Esoteric Enterprises, which is a world. It's OSR World of Darkness, for want of a better description or more accurate description. Um, so it's urban fantasy, but you could strip out the fantasy parts. Um, like, don't allow access to the uh, spellcasting classes. Um, but it's specifically designed for urban fantasy through the kind of lens of looking at it as a dungeon. So, again, you could you could get rid of the fantasy part, and you've kind of got... The game itself has got a very strong feel of what i was looking for anyway um it has um a little bit more survivability than standard osr so there can be combat but you still have to be careful um but yeah it's 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 it's, it's worth a read yeah written by emmy allen who also wrote the garden the stygian library and the gardens of yin which are pretty well received things so I, I'm being a pretentious hipster and giving giving my main recommendation to esoteric enterprises. Um, well, if we're flexing on on what systems we are, I would say maybe kids on bikes would be a decent enough fit based off of how narrative based it is. Um, so that would be good for the narrative side of things. For the mortality side of things, the end of the world, which was a, a fantasy flight games. Uh, flight yeah. of fantasy, I don't know, whichever way around it is, FFG anyway, for short, as we know it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Their, their books all contain, although it is the, the you know, weird and wonderful side of things, they all have some level of human uh, enemies or, or um, Deus Ex Massa or dramatic persona uh, within them as well. So there's always some way that you could do it. I mean, there's also, um, different you know depending on which book it is that you've actually picked up or owned there's obviously other little elements in there as well because there's zombies uh gods robots and aliens me we yeah so but yeah but that's, that's oh that's uh i find that interesting but you know that's that's surviving the purge as a character that is supposed to be yourself as well well there, there's that so it is yourself but then if you weren't to play yourself, that is where the system falls down because who is there then to rein you in, to keep you on the leash? Because, you know, everyone can turn around and say, no, Rod, you can't do the 100-meter sprint faster than Usain Bolt. Don't be silly. 
Whereas yeah. what's to say that this character that you're playing as in the purge can't. And that's when things and that's where that uh laser fear sort of uh character building of the game um does fall down. But yeah, it, I would say it fits in quite well because it's contemporary. It although you're taking a large swathe of its content away, so obviously you're not using it as the end of the world or survival of the apocalypse, be it the aliens, the the monster, the machines, Cthulhu and the old ones. Um, I think Quetzalcoatl is in one of them as well. God bless him. <laughs> Ironic. I didn't put no pun intended. Um, or the zombies. But yeah, you can use their stats um, to to try and have uh, enemies, anathema. How, how what would you call them? Adversaries. Is that the word you were trying to go for? That's the word I'm definitely trying to go for. Yeah, maybe again, not Quetzalcoatl or Cthulhu or um, the Ragnarok worm. Worm. Yeah, but then you know maybe that, but maybe that would be cool. Per- Ragnarok happens on purge night, you know, the shit really hits the fan. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could really go for it then. So because of your debauchery, Zlanesh is born and you become like the Eldar. <laughs> if, you, if you're going to go weird and wonderful, really take it up a notch. And then you've automatically just had your session zero for a Dark Heresy game. Um, yep. So... Yeah, it's it, it's a it's a solid concept to build games on, and yeah, I, I think I think the ultimate recommendation is you probably can't go wrong. Well, I say you can't go wrong. Something like um, Starcrossed Lovers is it? No, it's called Starcrossed. The I don't know if you know. There's one with a Jenga tower. It's about a relationship. That one probably not so much. Well, you mentioned Jenga towers. Again, maybe wouldn't work in with the concept of the timekeeping aspect, but Dread or Ten Candles yes. could work equally as well. Maybe with Dread, every time that the tower falls, that's an hour has passed. It yes, could, there is that. It, it could end up being that everyone has lost all ten fingers, toes, eyes, nose, ears, and, and everything. To, you don't you survive as just basically a little bobbin torso, but you survived. You know, there's that's a nice thing. Um, yeah, I think with the purge overall, any system with a little bit of work or with very little work can can fit this, the the concept. Whatever setting you want, it can fit the concept. Whatever sort of NPCs or PCs or even mission you want to set, that it'll work. It's just endless possibilities with it. Um, I absolutely think it's a brilliant idea and concept um i don't know who came up with it would it have been james de monaco who came up with the concept created by maybe because i know, believe it i believe it is his uh his baby as it were his brainchild well pat on the back to him because it's, Bra- it's brainchild that's the word <laughs> it's uh yeah it's it's absolutely for for us as inspiration and something to adventurize it's uh, yeah, it fits fits all the bills there. To be honest, it, it you know it's it's thin ice in certain aspects, but um, yeah, I to be honest with you guys, I for you three people who are listening, the fact that you've gotten this far, thank you. But more mainly, if you do end up playing this game, please let us know how it went, what you touched on, 
how you played it, what systems you used. I mean, you don't even need a system. It can be done based off of solely narrative. The system is mainly there as a route, as a framework for um, combat and, and, and character mortality. You may think of something different, you know, rolling a dice. If you're, if you're above five, great. If you're below five, good night, Vienna. So please let us know. I'd love to hear that. Okay. So I think I know where we're headed, but... Let's move on to summarize. Summarize. Okay. So, Rod, do you have any interest in what we've discussed today? Not a bit, no. Absolute useless. What a waste thought, of my time. Thought, thought so, me neither. Um... <laughs> there we are. Jumped up. Move on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the question always is would you GM this? Uh, would I GM it or play it? Or are GM you doing first. It? Calm down. GM. Uh... Ooh, uh, that would have to be heck yes. Would you play it? See, that's why I wanted you to specify, because that one would also be heck yes. <laughs> um, GMing, while it's not been my forte, you, you are our forever GM Acastrix, of course. Um, I would give it a go, because while I would love to try and play it, like, heck yes, um, I would also... There's so many ideas flowing around my head um, that I would like to try and at least bring some of them alive. But with this sort of game, I think you'd need your improv. You'd need to bring your A-game improv. So many things can go wrong so quickly and so many new things can pop into your head. You, you need to, to have your... Um, you need to have your, your creative socks on that day and have a couple of Weetabix in the morning to really hammer home things that you need to, to try and keep up with everyone and how to shoehorn certain things in. Characters died, where's the next one going to come from? You know, Although you said from around the next corner, can it be a little bit more creative than that? You know, So you can zhuzh it up as best as you want then. Um, so GM on a good day, yes. Play or even on my worst days, yes. Uh, I think, me personally, I think I'm going to go away from this now and start talking about how we get a purge game on the go. Because well, Halloween's not far. It's not far, and um, I I have a sneaking suspicion that this one might have some more... This one might have some traction amongst... I, the people we play with i i believe there are rumblings because uh, i may have let the cat out of the bag um as to what this episode was going to be and i have nagged and begged this person not to put pen to paper until they've heard this episode to at least get one listen um as well as hopefully inspire them with more information and they can hear my thoughts as to what i want to see included as well I, I I think I would love to play this. I'd love to run it. Um, and I think my, my last kind of point is just that I think that um, that may be a reality soon. Definitely. Say bye-bye, Alan. Bye-bye, Alan. Bye-bye from me. Well, that was very subdued end. Do you want to do it differently? Uh... No, I want to leave it there and I want to leave, I want to leave that. Well, that was a very subdued end. <laughs> so that was our episode on. Hope you got some good ideas out of it. So next time you need something that inspires you, you won't just theorise, but adventurise. And if you do, please let us know. Um, 
all the so links to socials found in the show notes. And we'll catch you next time.